cases of infidelity, domestic violence, and substance abuse. A lot of the times we see certain aspects of their lives. It's not all that it's cracked up to be. What's up, family? I'm Oge. And I'm Jeremiah. And, and this, this is, is the, the Vows and Voices podcast. On this show, we help people win in marriage by sharing our own journey and the lessons we're learning along the way. We're not experts, but we're figuring it out one step at a time and sharing it all with you. So if you're ready, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, family. So Jada Pinkett Smith recently announced that she and her husband, Will, have been separated for the last few years. I think it was about seven years. And this is also coming on the heels of Britney Spears separating from her husband of 14 months and so many other separations and divorces that we've been hearing about. And so it has us asking the question, what's up with all these celebrity divorces? What is it that is so hard about dating or um, being married as a celebrity couple? And so that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. We're going to be looking at some of the things that they may deal with and uh, that has to do with their status and position in society. And we'll also look at the couples that have stayed married and see, is there something they're doing right that, you know, the rest of us can learn from? And Oge came to this episode loaded with the, with the stats and the info. So you, you ready to take it away? Let's get into it. So it is actually stated in the source that I um, looked up my information from, which was actually the law office in Birmingham, Alabama, was that roughly 40% of celebrities end their marriages within a 10-year period of marriage. And on average, a lot of people end six, seven years, six years, seven years between mm. that, that time frame. And um, reason cited varies. You know, some of the reasons cited in the divorce proceedings were cases of infidelity, domestic violence, and substance abuse. And mm. it's just, it's just, you know, a lot of the times we see certain aspects of their lives, you know, right. we see the parts of their lives that we wish we had or, you know, are working towards to one day um, hopefully enjoy. And it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Yeah, you can imagine the pressures and the when everyone is looking at you as a celebrity, as someone who is maybe in movies or music, that adds to the already tricky yeah. situation that marriage can be sometimes. Like even without being known, the divorces still happen. And so you can only imagine it being at that level. But what are some crucial things that they might go through that we, the common folk, might not understand from the get-go? What are some things that you think celebrities deal with that we don't well one thing i would say for instance is hectic schedules yes we at times get busy work kids school all of that mm -hmm. and juggling but when it comes to being completely in a different country or a different you know place than your spouse for long periods of the years you know mm -hmm. either filming or producing or whatever your job entails that could take its toll on a marriage you know and on until they, until you are, you know, intentionally wanting to keep your spouse as part of your life, it can easily slip out, you know, so right. it can easily, it can, they can easily, um, be diminished in terms of their importance in your life. Mm. And so one thing that, um, when it comes to the actual reasons, um, and how they differ, I would say is hectic schedule is a huge one, not making enough time for each other. And one reason that was actually mentioned was the reality setting in reality of what it takes to 
you know, have, maintain, and build a healthy relationship with somebody mm-hmm. was not necessarily something that they could make time for. Um, because again, it takes intentional communication, time with each other, and being there for each other. And with especially when a celebrity marries a ce- another celebrity, they can have very conflicting schedules. Right. Right. And so this reality setting in, do you think it's not necessarily on the same level, but do you think a lot of regular people have that same thing? Because divorces still happen, whether we're celebrities or not. Do you think some people go into dating slash marriage with maybe the wrong kinds of expectations? And so reality also sets in for them because we're trying to see what we can learn from these guys. And maybe for us, reality also sets in. And we're like, wait, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. I didn't think it was going to be this difficult or that I'd have to sacrifice X, Y, and Z for this relationship. Do you think that's that's a big thing for us regular people as well? I would say definitely. Yeah. I would say it is. And the reason that we tend to push through is because there are so many other facets involved. You know, there's so many other things. For instance, um, we don't have as big of an escape as say a celebrity would, where they can mm. just bury themselves in their work or get on a plane and go somewhere else. We have to be in the same, you know what I mean? In the same place. And when you are not necessarily stuck, but when you have no choice but to confront what is um, the conflicts that are arising, it's it's easier to work through them. It's mm. easier to fight through them and push through them because you are in the midst of that situation right and i think even coming before it even gets there coming into the the marriage with the right mindset and expectation because if you say reality set in that means you were delusional at first you kind of thought marriage was something else right that it wasn't i mean you've probably seen these videos going around on social media where people are asked hey uh what's your ideal man uh you know always what race is he how much does he make a year and they're putting it into this app and it tells you how how much uh, or out of the general population, what percentage of people fit that. And these people get like 0.003% uh, of, of men fit yikes. in this category. So you're delusional. You're, coming, you're, you're looking for a man who doesn't exist, basically. Right, right. Or you're looking for a woman who doesn't exist. And so when we go into marriages not knowing what to expect, not having done some research, not having like studied or learned on about what makes a marriage work when the real reality sets in that, oh, wait, this is going to be more work. It, it can knock us off. And what do you think about like, you know, when people say uh, there's a honeymoon phase and then there's like the real marriage phase, have you found it to be true? I would say when you're courting, it's very important that you get hit with some real stuff. It's very mm. important that you get hit with, say, the lights cutting off in the city and nobody has electricity and how they handle that or stuff like, mm. you know, uh, fortunately, a relative passing and how they can handle it or things like things not going their way or them having to make. So just certain things have to show their real side of them Mm. aside of how they relate to you as a potential mate you know the parts of them that are wanting to be presented you know um well put together to impress you you have to see some level of realness even how they deal with their frustration deal with their anger i'm not i'm not saying that oh everyone has to be raging mad or throwing out you know throwing tables but do they have a healthy coping mechanism 
you know, do they have ways to cool themselves out? Do they take walks? Do they, you know what I mean? Do they right. do they step aside? Do they do they communicate effectively, or is it just disrespect, disrespect? Like that is not effective. So some level of realness, even in the honeymoon phase, is possible because mm-hmm. then when the honeymoon phase kind of wears off, you already know a general idea of who this person really right. is. Not only based on how they treat you or treated you, but also based on how they treat people, how they treat people around them, because that's where they show the real, their real selves most of the time. Yeah. And I think even knowing that it's a honeymoon phase, exactly, that, that would go along with knowing that, Oh yeah, we're, we're all coming from the, the high of the wedding or right. however, you know, you got married, whether it was a court or whatever, you're coming off of that high and knowing that the first few weeks to a few months are going to be different. It's going to feel good and everything, but not saying expect the worst, but just don't think that that's going to be every day mm-hmm. because that's when you get hit with the realness of going through the, the, the motions with marriage and, and daily life living with with someone and you're like wait this this is not the way it was two months ago but if you're already going into it like yes i understand that right off the bat it might be great but things are gonna happen um and we'll we'll do another episode on the first year of of marriage because that first year is something else Uh, but when you go into it with the right understanding i think it's easier to navigate but what was the next thing that they found to be their the issue with celebrities. This one was actually surprising to me. Um, I mentioned to you a little earlier in our, you know, um, brainstorming was the age gaps. It mm. found that actually when people are closer in age, it tends to last longer. Their marriages tend to last longer. And that's that's crazy because the true the inverse is true in the country I was born in, where the more, you know, the farther apart the couple is. Usually the man being older by, say, five years, six years and up, then tends to be, you know, more lenient with their wife that is very much younger. Yeah, but that's interesting. In you know, in the stats that they ran, it showed that the closer people were, the longer they actually stayed together. What, why do you think that is? I would say being from the same generation... That's what I would most say likely too. be the reason why. Yeah. You know, because it, it said, okay, if you were like a year apart, it was about, I believe, 3%. And then when you went up like four years, five years apart, then it went up to 18% likelihood of being divorced. And then when you came, um, when you were apart in age for about a decade, then yeah. it was like 39% right. chance. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, it definitely has to do with the generation because- you you probably have the same leanings right. and um, ideologies right. if, if you're marrying this person and then adding the fact that you're in the same generation. You maybe maybe that's a, a very big uh, factor. But for like Nigerians, maybe it's because you know financial. Yeah, financial. Exactly. When a guy is older, he tends to be not always, but he tends to be more stable financially. And he'll probably look for someone who's younger than him at that point. And for celebrities, especially if both people, uh, both people, especially if both of them are uh, celebrities, then they don't really have that factor of finances. It's like, you know, you marry who you, you love, who you want to share your life with. It's not necessarily, oh, I need financial support. I need to make sure this guy can take care of me because yeah. I'm an actress and he's a singer or whatever. And we're both good. So. 
you definitely touched on my next point. So you took okay, that away, good, good. which was lack of financial dependence on partner because you are, I mean, don't get me wrong. The settlements are outrageous in price um, in in numbers and, and things of that nature, but it's after everything is said and done, you can still take care of yourself. You can mm. still work. You can still do all these things and, and move forward. Whereas unfortunately with common folk, it's not as easy to bounce back. So you're saying the ability to not depend on each other for finances is also a factor in the in the divorce rates among celebrities? I would say the mindset. More than the ability to not depend on each other, I would say the mindset that lack of dependence um So um, like tends knowing to- that you don't depend on them is the factor? Like I'm trying to get it straight. Knowing that you don't depend on, on your your partner if something were to go south is a factor in in a higher divorce rate or a lower divorce rate? It's a factor in a higher divorce rate. Like not not yeah, knowing that you don't depend on your spouse hmm. um unfortunately makes them more disposable. And going back to what I said again, the mindset of it where it's like this person I can put up with them because who's gonna pay my bills? Who's yeah. gonna take care of these kids? Who's gonna, you know, and all these things. There's a there's a need factor. So you're more likely hmm. to either tolerate stuff, work through stuff, or just, you know, close the blind, blind eyes to certain jarring hmm. things. But the more it's like when people, um, again, I'm not, it's correlation does not equal causation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's something where I wanted to stress the importance of mindset more than, oh, you should never not depend on your spouse financially. Right. Because right. if the person is important to you and you've put them on this pedestal, at least a healthy enough pedestal to where you respect them, mm-hmm. that the same is going to, sh- follow through regardless of what status you achieve in life right so it's i guess it's a very it's a good thing to ponder the person you're with now if if you were both good financially if you didn't need help and you were you could hire whoever you need to hire for the house like i know most of us guys that's probably what we think about like who's gonna help us take care of ourselves of the home of the kids cook stuff like that and the woman tend to be more like, okay, who can take care of the bills and the finances and stuff like that? Just traditionally speaking, it's not always the case. If you ask yourself this question, if we're both good financially and we could take care of all our needs without needing each other, would we be together? And if the answer is no, then there needs to be a there needs to be a, a mindset shift. Yeah. To, it's not the end of the road. You know what I mean? It's not the end of the but it, there needs to be a conversation about where is our minds in terms of um what we what makes us value each other mm, you yeah know? and yeah that's good that's good and then last on the list um on actual reasons you know for the high divorce rate was actually publicity which okay. is unfortunate but it's a very you know it's a very real thing where you haven't heard your name on the news for a while you know you're becoming less relevant boom divorce and it's like interesting yes now everyone is is gravitating the paparazzi coming back and you know, Loki, that's what people are saying about Will and Jada, that a lot of the comments that was seen on social media was like, but who asked y'all for all this information? Because it's like every week, Jada comes up with something that she wants to say. And people are like, well, is this just an attempt to be relevant? And I was dismissing that until now, that it, that actually seems to be a statistic. That's very mm-hmm. interesting to me. Right, right. And even the publicity thing, I know I feel I, I feel as though the counter of that would even be lack of privacy. Yeah. You know, yes, there's there's the need to stay 
in the spotlight. And unfortunately, a lot of people do fall into that trap, but it's also not ever getting out of the spotlight, you know, and just everything being, you know, from, from the most intimate things to the most, you know, um, yeah, personal things just being for everyone to comment on, have an opinion on yeah. and, 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 and see, I know people have been harassed in such awful ways and, and things of that nature. And, and it is, it is really, really, um, part of the lifestyle it comes with the territory and yeah. navigating that can be tricky can be very very tricky right when, when you don't even intend to blast your business out there and then you wake up to your business being out there how do you handle it and i mean i guess it just depends on the couple because if both of them are used to the spotlight but they want to keep their relationship under wraps i you have to kind of be honest with not that the paparazzi would respect your boundaries, but you have to walk what you're, you're talking that, hey, like when we say this, this is, how, this is what we mean. And you know what? Some people know not to mess with someone like Kanye because if you show up at his house trying to sneak up on him and stuff, he's, he will let you know what's on his mind that, yeah, I don't really like this and, and things like that. So, I mean, I think it comes down to being honest with each other and then sticking to your standards and making it very, very clear. But then again, I, I don't, haven't lived that life, so I don't know how how it translates and whether people actually respect it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't want to end this on a very, like, damper, you know, note as to everybody's getting split up type thing. So we were also going to talk about some gems and some gold marriages that we are fortunate enough to be blessed in this world with mm. <laughs> and what the you know um coming in second on this list was did you have actually did you have anyone that you wanted to give honorable mentions to honorable mentions um i would say that i respect uh the way ryan reynolds treats his wife blake lively i know he was married to scarlett johansson and they split up after about three years yes but his current marriage, I think, has been going on for maybe 10 or 11 years or something like that. And, like, he puts her in everything. He's the CEO or he has these companies and she's in their ads. She, like, she, she, he's always talking about her. It, and he's someone who has been voted sexiest man alive. Like, he, he's not wanting for female attention. Does that make sense? So, right. I think for him to make it very clear that this is a person that I'm with and to show respect to his wife. Every single time. Yeah, they goof around. They, they throw jabs at each other on social media. But even that makes it very, very clear that this guy knows who he's with. I don't know how the marriage will pan out. But as of now, I just like the way he treats her. So if you're married or dating, the way you treat your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend, you will see it reflected in the way other people treat them. If you don't respect them in public, if, if a girl can talk to your man anyhow, you instead of attacking her, you watch how you talk to your man. If someone disrespects your girl, someone that you know disrespects your girl, then you need to look at how you treat your girl because how you treat your person is how people are going to start treating them as well, especially especially those close to you, like your friends and close family. So yeah, the, that's that's what comes to me right off the top of my head. But I know I know you said you had two. two yeah, let's, yes. let's get into it. 
Um, I would say second on this list is Samuel L. Jackson and okay. Latonya, and they have been married for 43 years. 43. 43. And it goes back to what you, you know, mentioned mm. earlier about respect and how you treat, you know, your spouse and not only in public, in the public eye, but even within yourself, like in your heart where you've placed them and how important they are to you because it's, it's not so, it's not so heavy on what they do. Because every, you know, I mean, everyone has seasons, everyone has phases and, and things like that. So there might be seasons where she's so amazing or he's so incredible to you. And there might be seasons where, you know, unfortunately things, life happen and he's not the best support that he's always been or she's always been. So, um, with, with all the things that has happened, you know, with his career and everything, they have just persevered and she's been through it. (laughs) All with him. Yeah, I didn't even know that he was he was married that long. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because with the types of roles he plays in movies, you're like this dude. But I guess he must be doing something right. Right. He must be doing something right. So, right. And yeah. then my my favorite of them all, no 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 shade to anyone else, Denzel and Pauletta, and I just love watching interviews where he mentions her or, or you know interviews where she's in it with him and it's just so beautiful just to see the respect that you know permeates through the screen um and the way even certain interviews when people are like how do you make this work and then oh how long have you been married and he looks over at her like wait can i say you know can i tell them because yeah because she was like um I don't want them know my age. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't want them know how old, you know, how long we've been at this. Um, just little things like that are so very cute. Um, mm. and and shows that he values how she feels, regardless of who's around. And I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. It's just respecting your spouse despite who's there. You know? Right. And oh. Denzel Washington is not he's an A-list, A-list oh, celebrity. Yeah. So oh, yeah. he's not like this a little kid somewhere. So how long have they been married? 40 years. 40 years. Yes. Yeah, that takes yes. a lot of effort, definitely, because we married two years. And I know that took a lot of effort, so <laughs> I can't imagine 40. Right. Um, and is she a celebrity as well? Does she? What does she do? Um, I'm not necessarily sure, but she was into acting in the earlier stages. But then most of what he praises her for is just the ability to... Um, create a home and make a home a you know an inviting place to be right being his home especially. Yeah. yeah yeah so those are two marriages that if you want to learn from you could see what you can find on them and do some research see what they're doing right and also learn from the mistakes of other marriages and relationships that are not going so well of course no judgment but we take the lessons from other people so we don't repeat them and with that we're Ready to sign off? Do you have any final thing you want to say? Um, I would say, based on you know the readings and everything that um we have done to prepare for this conversation, one thing that I want to say is, if you truly make a decision, you have to fight for that decision, regardless of what is throwing your mm. way. You know if. You're saying this is what I choose. This is how I I I. This is the path I want to take. Yeah. This is who I want to be with. The regardless of who asks you, you know what I mean. Who yeah. tries to counteract that, and you know, um, who whatever tries to go against that. If you've made if you've if you made that choice within yourself, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter how many options are out there. It doesn't matter how much he makes or she makes or how you know how busy. 
I mean, in the day in the day and age of 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 FaceTime and all these other means of communication, if you want to, you can sacrifice certain things that others would deem important for what is truly important to you. Mm. So I think that's one thing, you know, what we're talking about the intentionality of of fostering a healthy relationship is just knowing that it doesn't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? I choose what is important to me and yeah. that's what matters. To and then me. your actions will reflect that. Exactly. And, and then the results will show. Exactly. That's that's good. Oh, exactly. one thing that just came to mind is I think the culture even in Hollywood could play, I mean, definitely plays a role in, in these things because people marry and remarry and marry and remarry. And from the stats that I saw, you know, about 50% of divorces, uh, about 50% of marriages end in divorce, but when it's the second marriage, it's about 60, 70 percent right. of those. And then the third marriage is even the worst. So right. it's like the more divorces you have, the more likely you are to have a divorce. But this is very common in Hollywood. So don't don't <laughs> do the do as much as you can to to work on your first marriage so that it doesn't your odds of succeeding in marriage don't just go down the toilet. So with that, we'll be wrapping up for today. But before we go. Babe, <laughs> you ready? You ready for my my wise joke? I am ready. Yeah. What do you call a pile of cats? What? A meowton. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch y'all in the next episode. Subscribe wherever you're finding this podcast. And links to our social media and everything you need to connect with us will be in the show notes. So until next time, you'll take care and remember to treasure the vows and trash the voices.